0: It's only a kick. Pressure. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Welcome into 11 Personnel. Nick Roush and Adam Wuckett here at Everbank Stadium, where we're about to slay some taxes at the Gator Bowl. Proud to be here, thanks to our friends at Monticello Bank, presenting sponsors of 11 personnel, doing things a little bit differently. It's raining behind us on the field. Uh, We're getting it all out of the way. It's like a shooter in warm-ups that's bricking all the threes. Just getting the bad shots out of the way for what should be a nice, uh, very mild, cool day here in Jacksonville tomorrow uh, for Kentucky versus Clemson, where uh, the Cats are about a five-point underdog. We just Mark Stoops and Dabo Sweeney. Uh, cats are playing for a trophy. And uh, if I've learned anything like it, that piece of hardware matters. It's a trophy game. Yeah.
0: Mark Stoops has had about three talking points during this whole bowl process, and the trophy game is one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. The other one is SEC team. Yes. And what's the what's, uh, uh, thanks for the players? Is that uh, probably? Uh, he appreciates them? Yes. He appreciates the call, which I love that he makes this emphasis on trophies. My high school coach did the same thing. We're playing for a freaking trophy out here. Like, coaches, they love their trophies. They love their coach speak. Uh, and they're excited for this. We had the guys painting the field out there. I'm getting a little bit of the, the buzz ahead of this game. Uh, but it's still, is, it's like um, I haven't had uh, tax forms shoved down my throat yet because I've been busy watching eggnog. Like, can we get tax forms dumped on the winning coach too instead of eggnog and mayo and all that?
0: Can we get the ACC to not get blown out in a game? I, I would, but shout out Georgia Tech did not, though we missed Pixkin preview. That was a luck at Locke. yeah Hammered
1: uh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> West Virginia yesterday, too? West Virginia, called easy. Virginia Tech, easy. Uh, only thing I'm disappointed in is Oklahoma State. like I, Why didn't I just bet that? Why didn't I go to the window? Yeah,
0: and they were dogs two days ago. So that would have been a prime time to get it. And then A&M's quarterback gets hurt like first possession
1: <laughs> and they came back and still almost won yeah uh that was crazy but we're not here to talk about the Texas Bowl we're here to t- talk about the Gator Bowl uh 24 hours out right H- how are we feeling like it we feeling good I-, I was feeling a good buzz early and I'm-, I'm actually a little worried that that buzz hasn't changed at all you know like yeah I'm, I'm just still confident should I still be confident
0: yeah I think there's going to be some knowns in this game. One of them I have is these two teams are going to beat the absolute crap out of each other Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Uh, We've heard Dabo Sweeney talk multiple times about how it's just a lace your bootstraps up and they're going to try to run the ball on you, they're going to try to shove it down your throat, and you better be ready. Uh, In Clemson, they've got some opt-outs on defense, Nick, but they still have pros on that defensive line. Um, Their two best players might be freshmen on the defensive front and T.J. Parker and Peter Woods. I mean, those guys are absolute studs. And they've got experience at safety. And so there's some absences, I think, for Clemson that made people perk up a little bit. Uh, But that's still a really good defense over there. Kentucky's going against. Mm -hmm. And for Kentucky, can you create explosive plays against a defense with a stout front seven and a really good pass defense? That's um, the concern. I would have, but I very much expect this to be a slugfest, a fourth-quarter fight, because there's some inefficiency Clemson is dealing with on offense too. And I think in some ways the matchup kind of – it's good for Kentucky's defense because Clemson struggles to throw the football. Yes. And they've had a bunch of injuries at receiver this season. Um, they want to run the ball in between the tackles. And guess what Kentucky is best at? Stopping, Stopping that run game run. in between the tackles.
1: Well, and to go back to the Clemson defense, too, it, it's it's a little similar to what Louisville experienced last night against USC. They're still recruiting good athletes on offense. And they like, still got players. Sa- same thing with Clemson, particularly up front in that front seven. That's one thing. Uh, Stoops consistently refers to them as an SEC team because they recruit like an SEC team. Right. It's that's not like all these ACC teams. Yeah. It's not a bunch of top 60 recruiting classes, right? Like Clemson's getting guys in the trenches that's going to lead to this physical football game. And that's why ultimately I think a lot of this game will be won or lost depending on what kind of Devin Leary we get, right? We, we saw the good version of Devin Leary against Louisville, making some precision throws, wearing the football that touched He had to dang key. Uh, then putting one on the money, right, hitting Barry on Brown in the bread basket. I think a lot of it's going to come down to how efficient can Kentucky be in the passing game, uh, especially on early downs, right, because it's going to be hard to just line up and run right at yeah. them on first down and expect to, to, to stay ahead of the chains. To me, it's
0: more of an explosiveness question. Clemson's going to win the efficiency battle probably on both sides of the ball. They're going to be able to move the ball some on Kentucky. They're going to get Kentucky behind the chains probably a lot Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Um, So they're probably going to create more scoring opportunities. To me, for Kentucky to score points in this football game, they've got to get explosive plays, which has really been the story of the offense all season, if we're being honest. You know, you look at Clemson, Nick, uh, run defense, they rank 90th in runs of 30-plus yards allowed. Now, they get ahead of the chains a lot, but they have shown some glitchiness. So, for Kentucky, can you pop a couple of runs? Mm-hmm. You know, that's been, an, it's been something they were good at most of the season, but it really went away in November. So, can they find that? And then can you take advantage of these two true freshman cornerbacks that Clemson will be starting um, in this game on Friday? Can you win one-on-ones on on the outside? What Mark Supes talks about all the time, you got to win some one-on-ones. This is a game where you have to win some one-on-ones. Clemson, they're going to play bump and run coverage. They're going to give you opportunities. They're going to play single high safety, and they're going to let you take swings down the field. Can Kentucky hit on those? And that's the big question to me. I think if Kentucky can hit on some of those and take advantage of an inexperienced secondary and pop a run or two, I think they can go out here and score some points. And win this football game.
1: Well, and that's why when I get on prize picks this weekend, well, Dan Key, well, Barry on Brown receiving yards. Dan Key's at 49 and a half. Barry on Brown, 43 and a I going to go more and then parlay it, or roll it together with some playoff picks. we got the playoff picks in there as well uh, with eighty Mitchell just scores a touchdown in the playoff. I like that. Well, Adonai Mitchell, Texas. Yeah. We can get in on the action here. It's great. You can get on the action of Prospects in many states across the country. So go ahead, download that Prospects app, whether it's bowl games that are happening right now. Uh, there's a Gavin Wimsett play in there. Right. just, just – Pick more or less. String together a few wins on those squares. Win big with Prospects. Remember to download the promo code KSR. They're gonna match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. So go ahead, download Prospects today. Get in on the action ahead of the college football playoffs. I, like this is just a beautiful week. There's bowl games happening all the time. Just get on that Prospects app. Smash a few squares. That's a lot of fun. To not to put a bow on the offense, but to put a bow on the offense. Kentucky, a big talking point has been being at full strength, but they will not have Kenneth Horsey or Jeremy Flax. Um, Jeremy Flax had an issue. He's not here with the team, one of the few. But outside of that, pretty much everybody's playing. I do have uh, some concerns about the, the workload that Ray Davis will get. I don't – you know, they talked a lot about making sure Ramon Jefferson got some tape out there. So, I don't foresee him getting a heavy workload, maybe 10 carries. You're not seeing a lot of props out there. You're not seeing him on prop prize picks, stuff like that. So uh, – but offensively, like, I do – both season's a lot about getting the young guys some opportunities. You aren't getting a lot of that, even though there are some early enrollees here. But getting Cortland Ford reps in this game, I think, is important moving forward yeah, for next year.
0: Yeah, I think just looking at the game from a – to next year perspective, mm-hmm. I think that might be the number one storyline. What he looks like against a big boy defensive front, mm-hmm. against legit dudes at defensive end, what does Cortland Ford look like in this football game? I think that's going to be a key tell. Um, and could maybe tinker their transfer strategy here in the, after this game. So I think it's a big opportunity for Courtland Ford. You know, bowl games present big opportunities for some players. We saw Miller Moss become Joe Burrow in San Diego? <laughs> Do we see Cortland Ford become Willie Rofe in Jacksonville?
1: Oh, man. Or Tony Bissell. Yeah, There Went you go. Winning Rome. Tony there we go. Went Rome. Uh, uh, on the other side of the ball, I, I think a guy who's uh, going to get some opportunity as well, Jansen Dunn. We saw him kind of come along at cornerback towards the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think he's got to watch for sure. Yeah, um, It's kind of a cornerback three. And Clemson's. I think Kentucky can play heavier against this Clemson attack because when you talk about them, you Talk about the running backs, right? You don't talking right. about this high flying passing game. Garrett Riley, uh, I don't. I'd love to know the conversations they're having over there. We have them all the time here. Like, is Stoops going to give up the reins of the offense? I can't imagine what the 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 folks over at Tiger Pauls or Tiger Net or whatever the hell they're calling it are talking about with Garrett Riley and Dabo. But this is a chance where Jensen Dunn, uh, Drew Phillips is obviously playing before he does declare for the NFL draft. But He's going to line up a nickel quite a bit. How's this cornerback three going to look? Right, right. He's going to have to play a lot next year, him or J.Q. Hardaway. Which guy's going to step up? Yeah, I think
0: he's definitely one to watch. He flashed in that Louisville game. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was only for a couple series, but he looked the part against Louisville. So what's that look like maybe now with some runway here in the bowl game? Against an ACC roster. Against an ACC roster. (laughs) Uh, I think you mentioned a good point. There was some uh, buzz early in the season that maybe – Garrett Riley was hired just to run Dabo Sweeney's offense when really it maybe should have been the opposite. So I, I so we'll see. Uh, Kentucky and Clemson are similar in the fact that they both had really high expectations and they came short of those expectations this season. But also kind a of lo- finished well. That too. But a lot of that was quarterback play was not what they expected on both sides. Correct. They thought K. Klubnick would really maybe – getting with Riley running kind of an air raid structure would be a launch point for him. It was not the pass offense is low key, kind of bad with Clemson Mm -hmm. this year, Nick I mean, they're in the hundreds and yards per attempt. Um, it's a lot of dink and dunk, get the ball out, do not turn it over. Yes. Um, with their, with their offense. And then for Leary, we know the issues, completion percentage has been bad. Yep. You know, they've, they miss, they take a lot of shots on goal balls. They don't hit a lot of them. Um, the batted balls at the line of scrimmage has been an issue all season. Correct, correct. So they're both similar in, the, in that regard, which is kind of interesting to me heading into this game. Um, but for Kentucky, we know the problems with the pass defense and you just don't want to see that against a pass offense that can stay ahead of the chains but struggles to create explosive plays that kind of plays in your hand, but you need to tackle. Tackle is going to be important. Make yes, like yes. a three-yard gain a three-yard gain. Don't let it turn into a seven-yard it, game, right?
1: As Phillips said, you got you got to bring your shoulder pads to this game. Um, but and to kind of go back offensively with what Kentucky wants to do, there's something about bowl games. It's so beautiful. You can create so much artificial momentum from just – Two wins, two two trophy games, right? You can beat up a couple of ACC teams and feel a lot better about the direction of your program. And I'm not going to be here in August telling you like I, I'm going to talk myself into it a little bit. But there is going to be a wait and see approach with these guys. But it goes a long way if they can, especially if the receivers, if you can get some consistency, uh, if you can build on what you did against Louisville, continue to do that here, and then. Get some good reports from Dyke Hill Shorts. Now, we're not getting him. Uh, he, he did not travel with the team, the new receivers coach. So he's just waiting to hit the reset button when they get back to Lexington. Um, I thought that was something.
0: I think that's more of a move because of the calendar. They're so busy when he got here. Hey, take this week and move, move. here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take <laughs> yeah. this week, move, figure out where you're going to live, all of that, and when we get back, then it's you know time to rock and roll. And to your point on that ACC, Kind of competition, Kentucky. Kentucky, Nick, since 2018, seven and zero outright, six and one against the spread, against ACC teams. The only cover didn't didn't come here. They beat yeah. NC State by two when they and were three point. And they
1: gave up a late score there too right. to to, to right. pull the cover. And
0: then Clemson, Nick. Is two and four outright against the spread in their last six games against SEC competition since Mm. 2019. Since the national championship game against Clemson, or excuse me, against LSU in 2019, um, they have struggled. The covers I believe are against South Carolina teams, hovering around 500. (laughs) So they have struggled in some of these SEC matchups. When you look at you know South Carolina last year, they lost to them as a two-touchdown favorite. Lost to Tennessee. Um, a Tennessee's JV roster last year mm-hmm. as a favorite in the Orange Bowl, and so they have struggled in some of these games when they when they had a stretch there where they were just when they were winning national championships they were beating SEC teams all the time, so that's something I think to monitor monitor here I just expect this to really be a close 5050 game come down to the wire that's kind of how these teams have played mm-hmm. especially specifically Kentucky when they're not playing Alabama or Georgia on um, which Clemson is not this year mm-hmm. and it's interesting because Clemson it's in a bit of An identity crisis. Yes, but I think you could make the case about Kentucky too. Like, Mm -hmm. all right, where are you at as a program? Consecutive seven and fives. You know, the SEC landscape is changing. No divisions. Adding Texas, Oklahoma next year. So it could be we look back at like this could be a swing game for both programs. You know, Clemson. Do they do they keep deteriorating? Kentucky. Do they fall off, or does one of them get on an upswing here? And we could look back at this bowl game potentially. Uh, being that, and so it's a it's a huge game, and it's pretty clear Kentucky's pretty all in on this. Yeah. this game, yeah. where Clemson is, it's more of a f- game for the culture for Clemson.
1: It's like Steelers versus the Bengals, <laughs> and you know how that turned out. Yeah. Jake Browning. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, I, I was a little upset that Mark Stoops and Dabo didn't take the bait on the conference changing questions. Stoops got asked. Um, you say they look like an SEC team. What do you think if they join them and? Super ain't falling for that. Yeah. And then
0: Dabo got asked ever, about. Ever since the uh, pony up, he's just not going to give us anything regarding stuff like
1: that. Well, and then Dabo got asked about his reaction to Florida State, and I thought it would have been funny if he have been like, I, can, can we sue the ACC? That would have that made me giggle. Like, just everybody just kick this garbage conference to the curb. They're the worst. You know who the best is though? Monticello Bank, our presenting sponsors. We're big fans of Monticello Bank. It's where people matter. You can bank anywhere. The SEC of banks. Exactly. (laughs) Not like the SEC, the Securities Exchange, but like. There's only
0: one SEC. It just
1: means more with Monticello Bank, where people matter, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Bank anywhere, whether you're at Everbank Stadium. No, we should change it to Monticello Bank Stadium. (laughs) <laughs> sure. abcbank.com go nbc mobile app does cost much <laughs> just go ahead and do it I'll, I'll, I'll present 11 personnel and they'll buy the naming rights to the Jag Stadium which I love that of course the guy who does the turf for the Jag Stadium has an Australian accent like a British accent. That was
0: unexpected today. It's the most doable hey, thing they, I've ever heard We haven't really talked about this Nick but Greg McGarity, the Gator Bowl CEO uh, I think
1: this has been reported
0: and in- Confirmed. But he confirmed it again today that, you know, Ole Miss getting in New Six essentially is what eliminated Louisville. Like Correct. Louisville was looked like the team that they were maybe zoned in on. And then when Kentucky got the spot, because how it ha- – the SEC kind of tells the Bulls who they're getting. Yes. Or the ACC, it's more of a, I <laughs> guess, <laughs> that, a negotiation.
1: It's what you – the hand you're dealt sort yeah. of deal.
0: So that took Louisville – out of the game, and Clemson was all but headed to the holiday. And
1: Bowl. I think they probably wanted to go to the Holiday Bowl too. Yeah. Also, wolf fans, you're complaining about going to San Diego? And go back to the Potato Bowl, right? Like, uh, you go, that's where you belong. You don't belong <laughs> in San Diego. That much was abundantly clear last night. Uh, I'm glad Kentucky is here, though. This is um, this is a nice venue. I'm glad to be in Duval. I saw a Duval script hat, and I already own too many hats, but I I need it. Right? I just need a little bit more Duval in my life. Uh, the Jags, they've they they really need a win uh, on uh, Sunday. You think? Gosh, who this is tough last month for them. So maybe the cats can help them get right. Uh, you mentioned that Ole Miss game though. I don't understand that game at all. I, I I've, I've like I want to make a pick. Ole Miss, Penn State. I don't know what New Year's Six game is, but I think it's the Peach, best New Year's Peach Six bowl. game. And it, it's they're the eleven versus the twelve. I don't understand that that spread whatsoever. Like I just because Penn State is just the. One good Big Ten team that's actually not great enough to be good. They're just fine. Whereas, like, Ole Miss at least has a little bit of flash to them. I just don't, like, do I – Do, I, do I, can, I, can I go for the flash? Do I fall for the flash? Or is Vegas, like, wanting me to take the bait?
0: Yeah. I mean, you're falling for the candy.
1: I know, but it's, Penn, it's James Franklin.
0: Jerseys. Uh, look at these cool jerseys. I know, and they got all the portal guys.
1: Yeah. But, like – and Kiffin has been bad in bowl games. He's only won one, and it was against a depleted roster. So, like I, I and Ole can't. Miss
0: specifically, they it was they won COVID against Indiana, but they were a favorite twice. And they lost. lost to Baylor. Mm-hmm. Now Matt Corral got hurt first series in that game in the Sugar True. Bowl, and then last year they got upset by Texas Tech. But this feels like maybe the tables are turned because Ole Miss. I would assume they're going to have the big crowd there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, that is an interesting betting spread.
1: Yeah. It, 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 so much so that I just kind of want to just cheer for Clemson and maybe some points there. Yeah, if you think I'll
0: just take the plus odds and ride, ride the wave.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the overs have been pretty profitable. I'm not a – you know me, I'm a sicko who loves unders, but the overs have been good in bowl games if you're trying to look to make some extra hay this season. Uh, the New Year's Six and college football playoff committee, that, that's all happening soon. Um, I'm just Bama. Roll Tide. (laughs) I think I'm with you. Um, At FanDuel, you can do an
0: exacta for the national championship. Oh, that's fun. So you can guess who you think is going to be the national championship game and who you think can win. Oh, that's Um, fun. Someone may have logged in Alabama over Texas. um, I believe right around three to one odds. That's fun. So I would check that out at FanDuel. That's a fun little uh, wedger you um, can get
1: into. I like horse racing exactas more. But I I can get with you on this one, Luckett. And if you need to get in here for tomorrow's game, There's still time to get down to Duval and purchase some last-minute tickets at game time, the best place for your last-minute tickets. Just look at, I mean... You see, they're awesome. This stadium's awesome. It's going to be great. The screens are huge. The setting is awesome. It's incredible. So go ahead, download the Game Time app now, put in promo code KSR. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Get tickets to come watch the Cats. Slay some taxes and slay the Clemson Tigers here in the Gator Bowl. You don't need Game Time tickets to go to the pep rally tonight, which I don't know what time you'll be watching this, but they're going to be at the Jack's Beach Sea Pavilion uh, at 6.15. We'll be out there talking to some folks. Beers Uh, will be cold. Oh, and the best part about this, too, that we haven't talked about enough, which, by the way, you can get game time tickets, too, to go watch the Cats at Rupp tomorrow night against Illinois State at 7. The the double dip hasn't been kind to Kentucky fans. There's been a lot of symmetry, lining things up at the same time. this is great. We're like, we can just turn the celebration into an Illinois State watch party.
0: Last time they were down here, we had the double dip with the Dante Allen game against Mississippi State. <laughs> so what happens this time? Antonio, Antonio Reeves, Reeves score 50 dude, points against his old he's team? He's
1: shooting 15 threes. I'm, I'm taking the over. Yeah. He's gonna, uh, Shoot them all, Antonio. It's your former team. Show out against them. Uh, but it should be a lot of fun. Well, I get, ultimately, you said this is going to be a fourth quarter game. I'm kind of with you, and I just – who do you trust more? I know. <laughs> yeah. and that, that's the problem is I know the Louisville game happened, but I'm still a little worried about Kentucky in fourth quarters because I'm not going to do the thing the idiot Louisville fans thought, that, like, Jack Palmer would all of a sudden be Cinderella. Like, dude's been a pumpkin all year. This Kentucky team, they, they defied all season expectations in that Louisville game in that fourth quarter, but they were really up for that game. Can the mojo, can the trophy carry Kentucky and put them over the top? Yeah, I think, I, I to think me, it might.
0: I think it might if they just make those big plays on the stretch. To me, it's three factors. I look at takeo- takeaways, explosive plays, situational football. Kentucky can win two of those three. I think they're going to have a really good chance to win the game. If they don't, probably going to lose. So, look at takeaways, you know, middle eight, um, who gets the key Ooh, stops in the red eight. zone, um, and then explosive plays. Kentucky has got to create explosives, and they cannot allow Clemson to create explosives to win this football game.
1: It's going to be a trophy game. There's going to be confetti flying. Will we be celebrating with the Cats after the Gator Bowl? Find out tomorrow. Noon kickoff here at Everbank Stadium. For Adam Luck and I'm Nick Roush. Go Cats and go Krogeri. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.